Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do it live on a Friday edition of Cleveland Browns Daily. I am merely Bo from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus. He is the great Z. Where are you? Straight off the uh, back lunch patio, Bel Air Country Club? Where are you at right now? Boy, this guy really thinks that we're not doing anything here. It's like, I think we know that you're not doing it. I mean, it's known. You're on vacation. Come on. Come on. How often? Call it what, it is. Where are we gonna, what are we going to Five-star just... hotels, Beverly Hills, private golf. Lunches and dinners on the beach overlooking the ocean. I know. I, I, we're uh, that's on the what's Zoom. What's going on? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, where are you at? On you're on the Zoom. Like, we're hey, at, we're, we're doing here. Our, our primary job here is the radio show and the podcast, gentlemen. I just yeah, I'm, on see I'm on the stream. I'm on the stream. Yeah, you I'm are. on the stream waving at the people, giving them what they want. Giving the people what they want. Yeah. Um, here for the people. I'm just happy that this is the last show we're doing from here, so we can you can Monday we'll all be together. We'll all be together. He won't tease well, us about we'll things see. that he won't we'll have te- like two hours of sleep. He won't tease us about things that we don't actually get to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would sound great. Oh, really, if we could do what you think we're doing, it would be an elite trip. Oh my really, God. something special. Have we played an exclusive golf course? That was Monday, dude. It's Friday. There has been nothing like nothing of that t- type of frivolity or. Are we staring? Stay, are we currently residing in a five star resort slash hotel? Is it a five star? I don't know if I would go that far. It's a it's a it's a nice hotel. It's a high four, right? right? It's got to be a high four. I think if uh, the location weren't the location, I don't know that it would be like. Ah, but location is, a, is everything, as you know from real estate. Real estate. That's right. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. I'm trying to get this Zoom to sh- – it won't launch. I don't have a charger for my phone, and so I'm trying to do it on the uh, – Don't worry about it. I can, I can see you in I mean, I can see you oh, in I'm the mess. Eye. Let me tell you something. I just trudged across the turnpike in a deluge at 42 degrees, my friend. We're Wait, lucky I'm alive. snowing? <laughs> Let me- Both. <laughs> this so is great. Gibbe's, like, on, like, finally kind of on my side, and now you're you – Yeah, you guys are aligned. Gibbe. You, see how, you see what my life's like all the time? Having to yeah. battle with Gibbe? You guys going to San Simeon? Maybe check out the Hearst Hearst uh, Mansion a little bit later. A little drive. Yeah, up we're gonna Hearst, have our our, our drivers. Yeah, we have our driver waiting outside for us. And if it's by driver you mean the red charter bus that's going to be outside, which is why yeah. we've got to end the show a few minutes early so I can get down there. Dude, we're dealing yeah. with practice. We're dealing with the scene in Zoolander. <laughs> Beautiful people being harassed by ugly protesters. That's what's going on. This you morning, still have your protesters? Kagan, Oh, Miss Kay got her first taste of it this morning. She came in last night. She was like, what is going – like, she's like, how effective can the protest be if nobody can even understand what they're saying, which is yeah. fair. Like, it just sounds like a lot of 
She said the first time you heard it, did you think somebody was being murdered out there? And I said, I wasn't sure what I was hearing, but now I'm quite used to it. But <laughs> fortunately for good. her, you know, she got in after a very long day of travel. We had sure. a great meal. And then What'd she you go? Wanted, What'd you do last night? Did you have a night? What'd you have for dinner? Yeah, let's say we went to uh, Catch, Catch LA. It was delicious. Catch LA? Yeah, right. very good. Highly I had a ham sandwich in between basketball practices. I, I, I am, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. How about Gibby? You had what a, did you do? You had a BLT hold on, hold on, steak? Hold on. Hold on. Did he have a, he had a ham palm? sandwich? He had a ham sandwich in his cathedral ceiling, 22-foot <laughs> cathedral ceiling, hey, like a struggle, the, the struggle bus in Hudson. Are you sure it wasn't spam? Are you sure it was actually ham? I mean, or a baller on a budget. A little bit of honey splurging. My boy – my, I can report my uh, my guy Dave, handyman Dave, who can honestly do anything. He he sorted out the uh, he sorted out the uh, the fire the smoke alarm. So so it's out of there now. You've taken no. It it's no. I, we couldn't do that. We couldn't do that. But it's fine for now. And then I'm working on a more permanent fix. Okay. What did he use? To, what apparatus did he use to get it? Forklift. We drove a forklift right into the main of the house, and then uh, went down the hallway and into the bedroom, and then lifted him up. Got it off. No, he did not. That is okay. lies. Okay. You live, sir, on a bed of lies. Yeah. It's all truth, everything I'm telling you. <laughs> One bit of truth after another. Gibby, what did you eat last night? What did you have? Uh, I had a low-key. You, uh, you stayed in the hotel? Yeah. No. A little bit of room no, no, service? No. I, I, uh, I, I am the king of finding the, the, the hole in the walls. In Beverly uh, Hills, sir? I did, and I found one. I don't know uh, there are many I, of them. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. The threshold for hole in the wall does not extend to Beverly Hills. I think that's fair. I'll allow it. I. Uh, yeah. uh, you want to go to Venice, the Valley? Yeah, Venice Reseda. has good hole in walls. Yeah, it's a long the day. Hole in the walls on Tuesday in Venice. It's a long day living in Reseda. Very um, long day. Freeway running through yeah, your yard. No, I run uh, through the yard. Right found the yard. a great little pub. It's called. It was called Third Stop. About a 15 like minute it. Uber. Once the Uber came. 15-minute um, Uber, so where'd you go? Uh, I was past Rodeo. Yeah, so West Hollywood. Yeah. Which is also. Oh, my gosh. Gibbe running amok in West Hollywood. In WeHo. It's so, fantastic. Found, That's well, where I was. That's where Catch was. I, I, found, oh my a, God. I found a great little great little pub. Sure. Uh, it had about 20 different kinds of beers on tap, including four different Mexican lagers. There you go. Uh, I had a couple drinks. I had a truffle burger, which was <laughs> stupid good. <laughs> And, you can't uh, have a truffle burger in a hole in the wall. Thank that you. Oh my god! As soon as he said that, that's not a hole that's in the wall. It. Like it's I had done. last night, one of their the appetizers they're famous for is a, a truffle sashimi, truffle yeah. oil sashimi. If if you, 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 yes, it, it, so I raised it. my hand that's immediately. It. No, that's yeah. it. Truffle oh, burger. That's done. Not a hole in the wall. I tell okay. you what. Give it. You ha- you roll into the VIP next week when you come back to reality and order a truffle burger and see what they see it serve you. <laughs> Then you come back to and I, will, and I will enjoy it. it. Actually, it was a great burger. More importantly, they actually had the Thursday night football game on, so there I was go. able to take it in that. And I was back here. I was in bed by 930. By the way, yeah, that is one of the drawbacks of this. You know, when I'm at home, no problem. Hotel, we've got nice TVs in these rooms. No dice. Sure. You can't watch the game. Nope. Because they, oh, they're no, not no smart equipped. TVs. They're not smart I'm TVs. sure they are, but I don't think they – there are some hotels that have it set up where you can go into your yeah. apps and log in and whatever. This is not one of them, so we'll knock that out of the five-star range, sad. Yeah, um, so now it's a four-plus. Yeah, four plus now it's four-plus. 
But yes, he couldn't watch the game. I had to, I was watching it on my iPad, and it was that was a, actually a pretty uh, a pretty good game from the the little I saw at the beginning. It was gorgeous a from a uh, color standpoint oh, with the God, Seahawks the and those elites. and the Cowboys in their homes. I mean that was yeah. that was absolutely gorgeous. Unfortunately um, for the for I mean we told everybody the Seahawks were going to be right there. We did, yeah. I know it. I, I misled you on that one. Normally no, no, we've been no. pretty good on the Thursdays. We've yeah, we've you know, had, we missed like this is week thirteen. We're like ten and three. Yeah, we're more than fine. You you you're winning, yes, kids. You're safe. Across the board. You're safe. Um, yeah, but it was that you you had that one more, more right. The more troubling thing for me was. Um, I had an injury to Jonathan Taylor, and I have running backs on my bench. One of them is Zach Charbonnet, and I had forgotten to put him in before I went to basketball practice. So that was a disappointing result for me uh, yesterday sad. in that game. Yeah, it sucks. So yeah. instead, I, I I don't remember who the hell I'm rolling, but it's it's definitely not what uh, I, I can't imagine. Oh, I think it's Brian Robinson. He's so. been really good, though. I like Charbonnet. I like, get Kenneth Walker out of there. Give me all the Charbonnet. It sounds it's fun to say. It's like reminds me of a, a nice California white Chardonnay. Give yeah, I like it, too. Can I get a little Charbonnet, please? Yeah, yeah. So he was, I feel like if he becomes a star, that's a natural. Like is, he should be slinging his own line of Chardonnay. The I like Charbonnet. It. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can you? I wonder if you can grow uh, a Charbonnet Chardonnay grape in the Washington wine country. Like a Columbia Valley. So is that it's, possible? It's not a bad question. Seems like that would be a, a solution for everybody there. I'll tell you what they can grow up there. Beautiful pines. I, was, I still have no, this day when I, when I think in my mind's eye of, of a nice mountain cascading down into a lake with a nice fur. Yes, a Douglas fur perhaps. Nice it's Douglas fur. At least you didn't call it a brown fur, brown spotted fur or something. Because that's a cow. We're talking. We about all know trees. that's a cow. Yes, Gibbe. Gibbe, you. What's amazing is you were you and Z were aligned on everything until that, and then you yeah. you you guys had alignment. You guys had proper alignment. For we're the first still time. pretty aligned. We're still pretty aligned. Yeah, <laughs> when, we are aligned with how the week is going. When you're the only when you're the only people left at the UCLA facility, literally in the as the sun's gone down and the winds are whipping to do shows back to back, and then trying to wade through the crowds to find an Uber that refuses to come. <laughs> What oh, happened? We, we did, actually did you guys not go to, okay. Yesterday worked out. Did you guys go to the game? Did you go to the basket? No. Oh, you guys went to no. dinner. So nobody nah, went to the basket. I, I, I did not. I thought have about we got, it. I should have, but I, I just was like, I need to. I just need a quiet. The, the rest of the crew comes in this afternoon from the west, from the east coast. What crew? The engineer crew comes in, oh. and I know that they're going to want to get after it, the young bucks, and I'm just going to have to show them how it's done. And I needed a <laughs> night to rest. Needed just so I needed to go have a truffle burger. Where are you get some beauty sleep? Where are you going to go for to where are you going to take your people to hit it hard in your area? Like what's the closest I'm so closest I, a, I, I actually take I was talking with the great equipment manager of the year about maybe a little Brad Mellon, whiskey a go go tonight. Really? Yep. On a Friday night in West Hollywood? Watch your, watch oh yourself. God. Oh my god. Unleashing a gibby. I don't know that anyone's ready for that on the Sunset Strip. I don't know anyone Sunset who needs Boulevard, that. Sunset Boulevard, baby. I don't wow. Know. We'll, we'll see how we'll see how it all plays out. Oh my so, gosh. We'll see if you guys I, I would love to... tomorrow, like knock on wood, I can get everything done for for pregame and everything later today. I think and, you and probably just can work and then have tomorrow to just do a little day drinking and watch football all day. That you can do that here. You can do that here. I'm going to tell you, we're not going to uh, see the sun again until April. Yeah, no, no. You so be you need to live. <laughs> yeah. Go live. Go to the Venice. Go to Ven- Go to Santa Monica Pier. 
get go down to Orange County. Go go take a little a little uh, peekaboo in at, at Laguna. Live a little bit, Gibbe. Don't be locked in watching football, drinking beer. You can do that here. There's no great games tomorrow anyway. It, all the spreads are big. Says the, the Buckeyes' path Ohio is almost in, no. It's just impossible. It's they're bad games. Texas is fifteen and a half. Uh, Michigan wow. plays at night. They're twenty one and a half. Yeah, um, Florida State's with that. that. The best game is tonight. If you want to watch football, it's Oregon Washington tonight in the Pac twelve championship game. That's the best game. Yep. Bama Georgia is five and a half tomorrow. Georgia by five and a half. Don't waste your time tomorrow. Watch football tonight. I'm going to make your plan. Watch your football tonight with your buddies in your in your search for dive bars in Beverly Hills, and then tomorrow go live. Yes. By the way, guys, live. four chairs, four chairs. We got four. There chairs. are four. Four chairs. Yep. Wow. Schrodick, Matt Schrodick, shout out. Shout out, Schrodick. Fantastic human. It's Elite. A nice lead. Probably an assist from there's, Chris Cola. There's a good lumbar. I can't wait. I'm really excited. I still think we should still have the one chair still in here for Pedman. But yep. everything yes. else, yes. I mean, he needs a specific. Lensig knows what he has to do when he's not Mo allowed. Pedman's in the house. You're on it, Uno. Well, here's the thing. Ken was in here oh, yesterday God, and got a peek at these chairs. So I'll see what I can do. You got it, Listen, Le- you have one job. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Get the chairs out of there. Like, go put out. them in the office across the hall. Go hide. I'll them. get here uh, extra early on the tenth and 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 get these chairs in order. Good news, it's a home game. The next one you'll do is Christmas Eve. That's right. On Christmas Eve, I'll be ready. That a boy. What about this one? After Sunday, uh, everything's going to be at a different studio. There you go. Changed it up because we've got some moving pieces and parts. It's a weekly experience. So that's that's your job. Uh, There you go, Gibby. I just planned out your next 24 By the way, after Sunday, we only have two road games left. Anybody else realize that? Yeah, Houston and Cincinnati. I mean, you guys have been gone for a month, so I think it's probably right Those that we feel play that a bunch way. of them at home. It feels like, it, like the fact that we left for Denver on Saturday, it, it feels like we've been – it feels like we've been gone forever. The universe, it feels like yeah. that Broncos game was a year ago. The universal yeah. feeling uh, – well, I don't want to say universal. The feeling among most of the behind-the-scenes people yep. is ready to go home, not ready to deal with – winter but ready to go home <laughs> we're all gonna be ready so to go torn. home until we come through the clouds and we see you're not gonna come through on. them you're not gonna come through them you're just gonna stay in them yeah there is no through it's just permanent so it permanent was cloud. raining there today yeah it's gross it's just it's like 44 Oof. and just rain and apparently that's what it is for the next like five days so that's what you'll have to look, look yeah it's awesome a lot of flooding you like that in december um, the other thing that's weird about all of it, one of, one of the many things, great many things that are weird about this is like all of the stuff that's happening out there is happening when we're done. Yeah. So like the questions that I'm curious about, you guys aren't going to have answers to because I already have the answers from yesterday. I know that Miles didn't participate. I know that Denzel didn't participate. DTR still in concussion. So the, the questions that we need answered won't be answered until when? When is practice over today? So same schedule. Yeah. I'll be sprinting for the bus here as soon as the show ends. Uh, practice will be around 12.50 today, West Coast time. So, so yeah. 3.50. Yeah. So, so you, it'll, be, don't it'll, have... be, it'll be almost f- 5 o'clock before anybody has any word on anything. Correct. Yeah. It makes it very – it's interesting doing this show, and he and I were talking about it. Like, 
we get here 10 a it starts the shows obviously at 10 a.m here yeah and it's before everything normally on a friday yeah. show we would be doing the show with full knowledge of who's in and who's out for the browns right and who's playing quarterback <laughs> we'd have right, an idea that's of that important an important thing. I, I mean, at this point, to me, I feel like it'll be Flacco, but geez. yes, yeah. And by the way, I Easy. have no idea if this will Easy. be. I, hold on, let me just. I have no idea. I'm nervous if this will translate to an actual game uh-huh. where there are rushers and all of that. Uh huh. But the dude can flat out throw the football, and it is. He throws a beautiful, beautiful ball. He's been incredibly accurate. At all levels of the field, it's a tight spiral seemingly every time. It just looks effortless. Amari Cooper yesterday called it poetry in motion. Like he can yeah. just absolutely spin it. And that's why he's been in the league for since 2008. Yeah. But right. the question will be, you know, and I was talking with uh, various others being like, you know, are my eyes deceiving me or are we? this is this looks pretty, pretty good. legit? Um, and everybody assured me my eyes were not deceiving me. The, it, we, we're going to have to protect him. That'll be the whole thing. Even a guy as good as Matt Stafford, I was going through doing my prep for, for this one, and one of the things I always like to look at for quarterbacks is pressure, no pressure. Yeah. Like even even Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford, 70% completions, 8 yards per attempt uh, w- with a clean pocket, 41%, 5.6 under pressure. Rating is 30 points lower under pressure. So those that kind of a quarterback, and I think Stafford's probably more athletic than Joe Flacco, although – Joe Flacco, I think, yeah, has, uh, I would say. has, you know, Stafford only has one rushing touchdown since the year 2016, so it's not like he's running around that much. Um, that's going to be the whole key. If we can protect him, he will, and as he has time, he will carve them up. They play a lot of zone, a lot of shell. I think he can absolutely drive the ball into those soft spots against that kind of a defense. So we'll see. But if it is him, and at this point it feels like likely, more likely than not, certainly. Yeah, and I don't think that's speaking out of turn. I mean, we just we DTR wasn't even wasn't around yesterday. Correct. So uh, how I feel like he's probably still going to be in the protocol if he's not able to to get out there. So yeah, it could be Flacco. That'll be the key. But I, I'll tell you what, on air, all of that, and even not on air, you're going against the you know the scout team defense. But nobody's threatening to hit the quarterback, or there isn't sure. pressure or, or any of that. He looks really good. And if this team, with our ability to run the ball, with our ability to play defense, if you have a quarterback who can just not turn the football over and make a few plays here or there, that's all you need. You know, that gives us a chance. The first to, part's the whole key. Right. The whole key. Yeah. yeah I think if we protect it. him, I think he's going to be pretty good. In a dome, I think he's kind of the perfect quarterback for this matchup as well um, because this is a team that I think if we're playing, you know, DTR or PJ is going to go – that five-man front, they play a lot of base, or they're going to even try to go six down on the line and, and really force us out of our run game, and Flacco will absolutely be able to handle that. Going to be something. Uh, we also had the news yesterday, the NFL announcing uh, that the Browns' Week 15 game against the Bears will be played Sunday. We had talked yep. about that earlier this week, that it was potentially it felt like it could be a Saturday game for us, and instead they went they went the Vikings and Bengals, I believe, right? I think they went that one instead. Which is wild, right? I guess maybe Vikings playoff. I don't know, but we're kind of mirrors. Us and the Bears are mirrors. And I would think us in the position of the Vikings head-to-head, if that's a wash, 
then I'd rather see Fields and the Bears than I would see Browning in the in the Bengals. Yes, exactly. That's that was my that was my thought on it. Yeah, not the NFLs so. apparently. No, apparently not. Um, all right, we've got a lot to get to. You're going to hear from uh, receiver Cedric Tillman on the program. We've got over-unders. A little bit of mailbag as well is coming your way. You have that to look forward to, which is very, very nice. Is Chris Rose joining the program? 2 o'clock today. All right, very good. Because on yep. your rundown, Gibby, it just says NFL Network host and Brown's interim play-by-play announcer. So that could be one of two. So, I, you know what I mean? Could be one of two guys. That's right. That's my bad. Could be. Sad, Uno. Uno. I didn't look at the rundown today. Oh, gosh. You hate to see that. Um, We got keys as well on the scores. We are off and running on a Friday edition. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Pet Supplies Plus is giving you a chance to win tickets to home games all season long while providing the best deals for your pet at over 75 stores throughout Ohio. Enter to win at clevelandbrowns.com slash Plus. Receive a coupon to use at your local store with your entry. Pet Supplies Plus is a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. And now here's Z one-on-one with Cedric Tillman. Here with Browns wide receiver Cedric Tillman. And Cedric, we talked at the at the food bank when we were talking about you. Like, I want to earn some targets. I want to earn some opportunities. You go out there the very next week, career high, four catches, 55 yards. And it felt like you got those opportunities you made the most. So I see you smiling already. What was that like to kind of go out there and finally see the ball coming your way and make some big plays? Yeah, it was cool. Um, you know, a number was called, just trying to make some plays uh, for the team. And, uh, you know, it felt good getting some catches. Yeah, and you and Dorian, the hookup was was back. Was that kind of Was that kind of surreal? Yeah, no, nah, I felt like, you know, we was in a groove for sure, so that was fun. When you go into a game like that and you, you hadn't you doubled your more than doubled your total for the season, did you know going into it that you were going to be a bigger part of the the plan from a pass standpoint, or is it just one of those things that worked out and then once it, you guys kind of got into a rhythm and the ball kept coming? Yeah, the second part you said, uh, you know, going to the game, you know, you never know, you know, especially me, you know, so I just try to do my job and uh, the ball just kind of came my way a little bit more. All right, so you guys come out here to L.A. What's this week been like for you? Oh, man, it's been great. You know, unfortunately, you know, we did lose, but, you know, we're just trying to, you know, wipe it away, learn from our mistakes. And, uh, you know, it's cool being out here in L.A. You know, it's kind of right down the street from where I'm at. So, uh, and I think it's good. Team priority for sure. You guys bond. Do you feel like that's kind of like a, another Greenbrier almost in the sense you guys get to hang out a little more? Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like for sure I think a lot of the guys are hanging out. Uh, I know I'm hanging a lot out a lot with my teammates and stuff, so it's cool. 
How hard was it when you see your good friend and your quarterback go down? Because you guys had it going. Three straight scoring drives, field goal, field goal, and then the touchdown. He started – he was playing really well, making some big throws. How hard is it to kind of see that when not only is that your quarterback, but that's your boy? Yeah, um, you know, it's tough, uh, especially when I saw him, you know, get up with blood all in his mouth, you know. But, um, you know, Dorian's a warrior. You know, he's going to fight back, and I'm sure, I'm sure he's doing everything he can to get back. Hopefully he will be able to be back soon. I mean, we're this we're at this is his facility that we're at right now here at UCLA. If it is Joe Flacco, you've got to get some work with him so far this week. I mean, to my eye, the dude can still straight sling it. What have you kind of seen from him, and what's it been like to have a veteran like that in the huddle? It's been different, um, and like you said, you know, um, you know, obviously I grew up watching Joe. Uh, I kind of made a joke to him the other day, uh, but uh, you know, it's been real cool. Like you said, you know, he can still sling it, and uh, you know, having that veteran presence there uh, is different. What is, like, what would you say is this? Is it calmness? He seems very kind of calm and just about the business. I think it's just calm. I, I just feel like everybody, not that we don't trust other quarterbacks, but obviously Joe, you know, has done it at the highest level. When you go through it and you've caught passes from, this will be potentially the fourth quarterback that you've caught passes. Have you ever had a season like that at any level where you've caught pass from four different quarterbacks? Uh, yeah, I have, actually, when you're at Tennessee. Uh, you know, just like as receiver's job, you're just supposed to catch the ball, whoever's throwing it. What have you seen from this Rams team on tape as you get ready to take them on on Sunday? Um, they play hard. Um, you know, they won a Super Bowl a couple years ago, so, uh, you know, they're going to play hard. They're going to give us their best shot, so we just got to play good, too. And we've played teams that have played a lot of man, and then this is a team that plays a lot of zone. Do you have a preference? or it's Sometimes zone, you can find that soft spot's a little easier. Man, you got to beat the guy. Just give me the ball. That's what he's saying right now. You see you smiling. Give me the ball. <laughs> Said appreciate the time, man. Best luck. Against Thank you. Well, there's a lot to like about his game, and we got to see it. I, the thing that jumped out to me last week with him, Z, was, um, was the, the confidence that he has in his hands and the strength of his hands. His the ability, the couple of times we would catch the ball and like hold it out away from contact, tells me yes, that he has that, that much confidence, that, that he had so much confidence in his hands that he doesn't have to tuck it because he believes in the strength. I mean, that was crazy. You rarely yeah. see guys do that, but he really believes in his hands. He does because he's, like you said, he has the ability to use his body as a shield and he has the ability to run by you. And I thought that little glimpse that we saw Cedric Tillman in that game when he and DTR got it going was really, really good. And, and I want to see more of that because where we've struggled in the red zone, you know, he feels like a guy with his size that maybe you can throw the ball up to and that he could potentially win some of those situations. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does seem that way. And and how do you how do you expect him to be? How does Joe Flacco being the quarterback change the way he's used this week? Because obviously he had a connection with DTR. Well, I would say that it's not going to have the kind of the natural thing in his mind where he's going to be looking for said the way DTR did. Right. I think yeah. that that's going to be true for Elijah Moore this week if Joe Flacco starts, honestly. Um Joe Flacco was very good with, you know, think about Corey Davis last year was good with the Jets, had a couple good years while Flacco was there. Um, he obviously was able to get the ball to Garrett Wilson. So I think that he likes those bigger guys, and I think Flacco can throw the ball. So if Cedric Tillman can get open, Flacco will put the ball on him. That's how I'd feel. If I was a receiver this week. That helps, yeah. If, if I get open and we protect, I'm, the ball's going to get put on me. It's so cool. He looks great, man. It, it's so crazy. This is a guy that was 18-3 and three against the Cleveland Browns. Like, any Browns fan has Joe Flacco nightmares. And in some of the games, he wouldn't do much, and then he'd hit Torrey Smith for a bomb, and that would be the end of it. And, and 
we don't need him to do a ton. We need him to kind of manage the game and then, you know, make a play when one is available to him. It is kind of – it's wild. It's It has the potential. And I truly believe, as I said, had DTR not gotten hurt, we're, this isn't even a conversation. I think we – right. We maybe beat Denver. We're we're really feeling good, flying high. That's where that kind of momentum of that game was going. But this has a potential. If Joe Flacco goes out there and plays really well, this has the potential to be a pretty crazy story. Joe Flacco comes in and potentially leads the Browns to the playoffs. I mean, in the year 2023, who would have thought that? Not me. No, it's impossible. I wouldn't have thought that. No, come on. Also, dude, no. you're lucky you got him because, quite frankly, had he waited a week, waited a couple – I mean, he maybe ends up in Cincinnati. Yes. I mean, who knows how this thing goes. I think it's crazy he wasn't on the back with the Jets. I think it was nuts Minnesota didn't go. I guess they went Dobbs. But, like, you know, there's been catastrophic injury at quarterback in this, in this league this year. We're just yes. one of them. And the fact yes. this guy was just sitting on the street with an ability to throw the ball – on a, on a team that's trying to make the postseason, it's kind of a no-brainer. So, the Browns are trying, if Flacco does start, the Browns are trying to be one of, they would be, this this 2023 20, Cleveland Browns would be the eighth team in NFL history to make the playoffs having started four quarterbacks. Now, one of the things that you know we had been wondering, or I was wondering, I knew it hadn't happened in my 11 years here, but had the Browns ever had a, a time where right. that was the case, where they did have all those different starting quarterbacks. And it turns out the answer to that is yes. The last team to make the playoffs starting four different quarterbacks was the 2015 Houston Texans. Okay. Wow. The, and I was trying to even think who was on that team. Is that, that like Schaub? T.J. Yates? Maybe a T.J. Yates. Sh- and Sh- well, they're at four, four of them. I'm going to look this. I'm going to look that Case up. Case Keenum break. would Keenum have been there? I'm going to look it up in the next break. But the you point continue was, with your thought. I'm going to find it. The how about this? So eighth team. If the Browns make the playoffs, if Flacco does start, they'd be the eighth team to make it with four different starting quarterbacks. Give me. I don't know if you remember this. The 1988 Cleveland Browns were one of the teams with four quarterbacks. Yes, to start a game. So would that have been so Bernie Pagel? Gary Danielson and probably a Don Strock coming out. Right, of I'm pulling it up. up. I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up right now. 88 Browns. And, but how about this? I think Bernie got hurt. 84, 86, 87 Chicago Bears all started four different quarterbacks in the regular oh season. Gosh. All made Tom the playoffs. Zach, Steve Fuller, McMahon. Um, yeah, so ours uh, that year in 88, Gibby nailed it. Strock, Pagel, Kozar, Danielson. Um, wow. Yeah, so that was – you nailed it, Gibby. That's a good job out of you. Thank you. Very good. Yeah, I think you. Bernie – I'm trying to who remember. Who did it – who was – have you found the Texans yet? I'm, I'm on to that next. I just wanted to you, – you, I want yeah. to fact check the Gibby Browns, like well, in real that was, time. Yeah, absolutely. That was a good job out of him. Uh, really the good. Texans in 15. Uh, let's see what we what we got right or wrong on this one. All right. So, oh, boy. Uh, Hoyer started nine. Mallett wow. started four. Yates started two. Brandon Whedon. Whedon started a game. Jeez Louise. Holy cow. So two former Browns, Hoyer and Whedon, and then Yates, Yates and Mallet. So Mallet was probably – was Mallet the starter or was Hoyer the starter to start the year? And then they went – Hold on. What a weird year. So they opened the year against the Kansas City Chiefs. 
and Hoyer was the week one starter. So they after because and then Mallet came in. So in fourteen, so fourteen Hoyer was here and played well. So then yep. Houston had signed him to be their guy. Yes, and, and they, they in went, the meantime. And, and then Hoyer started in the playoffs, if you remember, against Kansas City, and that was one of the. It was a thirty to nothing beatdown. Yeah. Hoyer had a rough game. I think, yeah, fifteen of thirty-four for one hundred and thirty-six yards and four picks. Yeah, and he lost a fumble. There you go. That that team made the playoff. Like, that's crazy. well, that's that division, though, right? I mean, yeah, because they, they you're right. They won happen. the division, and they right. played. They hosted the the twelve the nine and seven Texans hosted the twelve and f- uh, four Chiefs. Yeah, who was a quarterback for who? The Chiefs, yeah. Alex Smith. Yeah, that's right. Alex Smith. They had Spencer Ware, Charkandrick West, a young Travis Kelsey had eight catches for one twenty-eight. Jeremy Macklin. Macklin was fast. That was the year we played Kansas City. It was a Manziel game. Manziel game late in the year. It was cold. We almost he, he almost we almost did that one. Yeah, yeah. Manziel actually played well in that he game. He did. Let's see. We I lost to them. Correctly. We lost to them seventeen to thirteen in December. I think Macklin had a touchdown in that game, if I do recall. Yeah, that game was freezing. Yeah, Macklin scored. Crow had a touchdown. Kelsey had a touchdown. We had a chance at the end. Travis, right, and Johnny was driving down and then got stopped on, like, fourth down, and that was it. There you go. Memory lane. I'm proud of Gibby on on nailing those quarterbacks from 88, baby. Good job out of you, Gibby. Just having that at the ready. That's a very good job. That – it was a hell of a quarterback room. I mean, they literally – I mean, they did what we essentially did with Flacco. <laughs> they got Don Strzok out of bed. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. like, come on we need out, a quarterback this week. Come on in. Those were the <laughs> days too when you kept like veteran quarterbacks mattered, so you kept them because the salary yeah. was yeah. different. You know, you could spread it around. You could have legitimate, you know, de- deep quarterback rooms. Um, all right, we'll attempt to go a little. We'll play a little of over or under coming Let's up go. next. You have that to look forward to. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Elk and Elk, serious lawyers, serious injuries. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk's proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. You guys would, I, I could give you a thousand guesses and you guys would not get, would guess what was on the TV when I walked in here today with, uh, with Uno and Ocho. Were they watching he was something? Watching they were watching groups. something. Nope. I have a million guesses. You wouldn't get it. Tiger. You'd be a million. Honestly, a million. No. A mi- again, all right, I'll stop because it legitimately would be a million. They were watching a replay of the NFR National Finals Rodeo. That's and great. Ocho was walk- Ocho was walking Uno <laughs> through the livestock. We were in the hard, we're in the rough stock se- section of the program where we're doing a little saddle bronc, it looked like to me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's, that was going on. When I walked Good in, job, today. and Griff. I said, "Well, that's never been on before in here." <laughs> never. Yeah. Uh, All right. That's great. Yeah, it was fun. You guys ready for some over unders? Yeah. yeah. What happened last week? You guys both. Well, you guys all picked the same, so you both went three and two. 
Um, nice. Zagura is now a robust 32 and 18. Gibe, yeah, just two back, 30 and 20. So I as went we three head into this week. Yeah, you both went three and two. All right. You matched. All right. So, all right. Um, it's tough. Be- and the, the over unders have been very difficult because of the lack of certainty in who is quarterbacking. Yes. Um, so it's very difficult to to put together any sort of because you change the numbers would change based on who's the guy. So we're gonna roll with Flacco. We're saying Flacco's starting. Um, my hunches, my sources tell me that's likely gonna be the case. Common sense helps too in that regard. We're looking for uh, Doctor Z a completion percentage of Joe Flacco making his first start as a Cleveland Browns quarterback of sixty five point five. I mean, you've been telling me he's spinning it. He is spinning it. That's a big number, though, because the thing is... You're saying the accuracy, if you get open, it's on him. Yeah, but again, that's without a a passer. I mean, we're talking about he's a 62% passer for his career. That's right. Um, His best season was 2019 as a Denver Bronco. I didn't even remember that he played for the Broncos. 65.3%. I'm going to take... I think he's going to have a very nice game, but I'm going to go under. Under. Well, I actually listened to Z's studious work there, and I'm going to follow his lead and go under as well. All right, under as well. Next! Over, under. All right, you get Kyron Williams over or under our running back room total yards. Kyron, Kyron Williams versus our room, Gibbe. No. I'm going our room. I'm going under. our room. It has to be. We got to stop the run. Enough of these. Enough of these now they guys throw it going to off and Be careful. They throw I don't it to care. Two. They got to. They got to lock the. Got. Got to get the running back situation under control here. Here's we've the, established a not so great habit in the last couple of weeks. Here's the thing. As good as he is, and I know he's coming off of a career high 240 yard total yard game. He's still averaging just over 100 yards per game total. We're running for 140. We're not going to get a ton of that from our quarterback. So anything that goes to our running backs. Now, Kyron Any pretty running much plays will... the whole game, but he also has Royce Freeman there. If you threw Royce Freeman in, I think I'm going Rams. But without Royce Freeman, I'm taking the Cleveland Browns. All right, so you went under as well. Next. Over, under. Matthew Stafford, a touchdown-to-interception ratio over or under 2.1. Zagura. So, two, 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 one, or two, two to one. Yes, two to one. Okay, two to one, two to one. He's thrown an interception in four straight games, so he's going to throw one of those. So the question is, does he throw multiple touchdowns? He's only done that a couple times. Not against the number one pass defense. Under. Gibbe. Was what, what if hold on if he throws one with no interceptions, is that it considered over? Yeah, that's a win. That would, that would be, be an over. over. Yeah. Okay. He's gonna throw one pick. So I'm having a hard time comprehending this question. So if he throws four touchdowns, one pick, two picks, that okay. is an that's a win. That's an over. Three to one three would to, be. Three to two would not be. Yeah. One to one would not be. Uh, zero zero. Would yeah, not he's be. not. No, zero zero would not be. Z. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with Z. He's not. You guys are just way too aligned, the two of you. 
That's what happens. Bonding. This is why they went to the green bars. Why we're here now. Bonding. Look at it. There's going to be one of those black. This is proof of concept if there ever was one. It's going to be one of those black and white images like that one of like Churchill and Stalin and Roosevelt of just you and Gibby sitting outside the Beverly Hills Hotel. And one day we'll look back on it and go, the world world has been righted right here by these gentlemen. All right. Next. (laughs) Over. Under. Sacks and turnovers. The number we're looking for, over or under, Gibbe, four and a half. I'm going over. Last week, suck. This week, not suck. We get we get to him. You we, can we, sa- we, you we, can we, get to Stafford. You can get to him. Get to Stafford. He turns the football over. Could be a fumble. Ooh. We have to we have to have that on Sunday from the defense. I just feel like we're going to be fast on the turf. I think like our defense is going to be fast to the quarterback on the turf. I like that. I'm going with I'm with Gibbe. Alignment oh continues over. Oh my God! Next over under the actual forty and a half. Oh, finally, a 40 number in the forties. And when was the half. last time we had a number in the? 40s? I can tell you. I can tell you that. I'll get that for you and get you that information, Gibbe. The last time we had a number in the forty. Well, week one we did. Um, week. Let's see. This would have been the Colts was 40 and a half. Wow. Yeah. So Colts is 40 and a half. Seems like a we, oh, this, only the, this is only the third time this season that the over-under for us has been over 40. Over. The opener, the Colts, and this one. Over. Same. Over. Oh in a dome, God. climate controlled, points <laughs> of play. It's not a dome, though. It is a dome. It is not. It's it a greenhouse. Is open, it is open on the sides. Yeah, Therefore, but it's still. Greenhouse. It's the, it, the field is not If affected. we had lightning, we would be in a weather delay. Fine. I'm talking about the environment on the field. The last it's time controlled. we were here, we saw 8,000 points. Yeah, we did. Browns Chargers. Unfortunately, we gave up 8,001. Oh, there's a horrible P.I. call on A.J. Green. There there was. There was. All right, good stuff out of you guys. Uh, so you, Z will maintain his two-point two, two point lead heading into uh, next week's return By the way, home. that's a great part of this alignment is that I can't lose. <laughs> if we just can't keep lose. doing the same thing the rest yeah. of the season, it's impossible. Nah. That's right. That's right. I think Gibbe's looking at it like this. I'm just gonna. We're gonna go aligned, and it gets me the final week down two, and then I'll just go all oppos and see if he can, if he can steal one. That's what I you feel think, like he's doing. You think Gibbe I'm is doing a long con? Do you well, said that's what it. I think he's no. doing a long con. He well, just that's what it. I thought of. He just. Said I'm not it. smart enough to do that. Gibbe, he just <laughs> nailed it. He outed himself. <laughs> we'll do the mailbag coming up next. Cleveland Browns Daily 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. For nearly a century, the Rubke family operated one of the nation's largest waste recycling companies, providing top-level services to residential and commercial customers. That's Rumkey Waste and Recycling. Visit Rumkey.com to learn more on that. Time for a Mailbag Thursday presented by the Cross Country Mortgage Company, official mortgage partner of your Cleveland Browns. When it comes to financing, they're always going to get you home. Visit ccm.com today. Equal housing opportunity, NMLS 3029. By the way, Josh tweeting, add Hollywood Gibbe to the list of Gibbes. Truffle yes. Burger Gibbe. I like it. I like I, it. TBG. Nah. I, Hollywood Gibbe. Trust me, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot has changed. Huh? Truffle just, burgers. Feels a little different. The truffle burger was amazing. Uh, of course I, it was amazing. It was uh, it was a fantastic burger, I, I have to say. Naturally. But like, as it would be. Again, it wasn't 
I'm not in some fancy restaurant or anything. I'm literally. I You're mean, in it West was, Hollywood, brother. It was brother. a bar. Yeah, I know that. That's the problem. The adult beverages cost as much as the entrees. I have a mailbag question for everybody. Yeah. Oh, here we go. How do you think the conversation went between Bill Belichick and our old pal Jabril Peppers, who I very much liked when he was a Cleveland Brown, after he was caught on a hot mic talking to Saquon Barkley, saying that you're lucky that we are the A-word, talking about how bad the Patriots are this season. And the NFL put that video out. So I just was going through Twitter and looking for the mailback questions, and I came across he had to issue a lengthy apology about being caught on a hot mic saying that the Patriots are beep. I don't ever want to be distracted. We got enough things to worry about right here. And he didn't think it's right. The NFL put the video out. Could you imagine right. that conversation? No, the NFL should not have right. put that video the out. The NFL should not put that video out at no. all. No, no, it's not right. Um, no, I can't imagine that conversation. I don't know what. Yeah. What do you think Bill's like walking around there with this? I mean, he, how can you be? How do you think you are? Like, I'm sure you're defiant because that's what most old people get. Is there an, a, ever been a bigger indictment of a general manager than? They had to put his picture up. There isn't a single player of consequence on his entire football roster that they would use as a feature Boy, in that game. I hope Al and uh, Kirk enjoyed last night because next week, Slum City, Patriots, Squealers, Thursday night. Oof. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. That's a body bag uh, there. You can, yeah. You can tweet at the show. We'll get through a couple of these real quick. Chris Rose coming up at 2 o'clock. Chris Rose, by the way, on the call with Z and Gerard. On yes. Sunday, uh, Karen had reached out and sent a message. Uh, Jersey Dog, hello, boys. Top hello. four favorite former Browns, not including the Hoff. What criteria? I don't know. Like what the just. Criteria. He also asked, "What are you? What is your favorite soup?" Maybe that one's an easy. What's one your favorite soup? Today. Yeah. All right. Money, Mitch. The Great Cole. Big play, Gare. Let me mention the great color like the absolute stone cold locks. I mean, you got you got the punter. We got Cole, Money Mitch. Did yep. you just call? Bronco. Did you just call him the punter? As though felt you like didn't he just know called his him name. The Bronco Bill. It felt like he ignored the fact that felt I'd like already listed him. Cole. Felt like he yeah, did not Cole. know who Cole was. Bronco the Bill. Like that yeah, look at him. He's just plowing through the stop signs. <laughs> he is it's like yeah. a Clydesdale. <laughs> Uncle Bronco Bill. He'd be a good one. Yeah, Uncle Bronco Bill. Kirko loved Kirko. Josh McCown was great. Jarvis. Isaac, Jarvis would be on my list. Bernie would be on my list. Um, Bernard. Yep, he'd be on it for sure. Cole would be on it. I like the money, Mitch. I mean, those those are the, the, the no-brainers. Jarvis would yeah, be But what about the punter? What about the punter? I mentioned I said Cole. That's right. Right away, Here I said Cole. Maybe Gibbe was lobbying for the no, Scottish Cole. We are not. Scottish no, Hammer was Cole. very nice. Yep. He's fine, but he's not Cole. I mean, come on. Correct. Preston you see Cole's main right now? Oh, my oh, God, like, dude. The yes. locks are flung. I've sent him a few notes about it. He looks like Mufasa. It's unbelievable. It's unreal. Yeah. He looks, uh, split he looks, pea soup. A perfectly done split pea soup is impossible to beat. Well, the beef soup is the number one soup in the world. Well, the that's a family recipe. That's a great one, yeah. That split, split pea we pea, had in though, here that nice day was smoked ham hock in there. The smoked ham hock. Oh, my gosh. We've never had it again, though. That was like. No, it's a one-off. It was like a shooting star. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. <laughs> I don't even. I don't know if this guy's slamming us or, or just yeah, showering bro. us with sarcasm. Preston, question specifically for Gibbe and Mister Entry Level. Who's that? Uno? <laughs> I don't know. 
Where does L.A. rank as a vacation destination for late November slash early December? How does it feel to not work for the past six weeks? Thanks. <laughs> Good for them. Um, Preston? That, it's an A-plus. blocked, buddy. It's, it'd be California, great if we were truly on vacation. This would be yeah. amazing. This would yeah. be – I mean, there's not a cloud in the sky today. Yeah. If this was a vacation, this would be elite. My be phone elite. started going I couldn't off be happier. at 6 a.m. this morning. Okay, and listen. And it really has not stopped. Dude, well, you need to doing that here, too. You're just doing it in a better setting. Here's well, if what he had I would an tell iPhone, you. he could put the sleep thing on, and then nobody, you your that. phone wouldn't make any noise. No, no, I, I, but, I, I, but we have logistics. People are uh, traveling today. So you have Listen, phone ignore, ignore all of that. Listen to me. On, who's calling you about the planes, Gibbe? Believe it like, or not, top-level people. They're checking in with you on the planes? Like if they can making take off? Making sure that my people are where they need to be, making sure that, you know, we've got people on Let me the ask ground. You a question. That they're coming to the right hotel because now there's two hotels involved with the group oh that's coming God. out today. Listen, here's what I would tell the, the whoever wrote this in. There is a reason that there is the concentration of wealth that there is in that particular area. Because it's damn near perfect. Okay? Go down to Orange County, where you guys are. Go up. Go to Malibu. It's perfect. It's just really expensive. So if you have a lot of funds... It's a home run, baby. That's right. Yeah, I can't live here. Yeah, you could. You um, drive. Love a dog today. One last question here, and then we got to get out for Chris Rose. Uh, what amount of grooming is acceptable at work? I have coworkers that don't seem to have restrooms at home. No, what none. in the blue Zero. hell? That's no. terrifying. None. No. No grooming. <laughs> what is that? That's outrageous. Like, what is he suggesting? Like, somebody clipping their fingernails or something at work? I'm afraid to follow up and ask. Yeah, no, not having it. Mm, Not having it. Gross. Nope, not having. Nope. All right, C. Rose will join us coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. For nearly a century, the Rumpke family has operated one of the nation's largest wastes and recycling companies, providing top-level services to residential and commercial customers. That's Rumpke Waste and Recycling. Visit Rumpke.com to learn more. We now head out on the Twisted Tea Hotline. Great friend Chris Rose joining us. He will be on the call with Z on Sunday from Los Angeles. Chris, the uh, the big question of the week, really, for and I think you're, you can be the arbiter of truth on this. So on one side, you have myself and the entire city of Cleveland and Northeast Ohio. On the other side, you have the defendants, Gibbe and Z. The claim has been by those of us here that this is a vacation for them. The robber barons currently residing in Beverly Hills contend that this has been a work week. You, sir, are the jury. How do you see it? Oh, boy. I don't know if I can be the jury because I think I'm, I might be some sort of witness called to the stand. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. There's a twist. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I think that they're, you know, they arrived late Sunday night after an exhausting Correct. trip from Denver, Colorado. That must have been at least an hour and 58 minute flight. And then they landed, they went to their posh hotel, and they right. received an invitation over to somebody's house to watch Monday Night Football. Um, and they, they came over and 
you know, they cleaned me out of house. My bar has to be restocked. Uh, yes. So this is just the way it's going. Now, I'm just, once again, I'm just a witness. I'm just a witness. So I am a, a, a key witness. Under oath. By the way, neither of us disputed that Monday was an elite day and due in large part to the, the hospitality of, of the great Chris Rose. So Monday was great. And in a work week, there <laughs> should Rose. be there should be two days that aren't, but not for, we had not for us. I think Chris Rose that that's that right there is when they attempted that is that was hurtful. Of, that was that hurtful. Was, no, 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 no. I don't no, know about this accurate. happy hour now, Chris. That's, I don't know. That's what that's like what happens. Hour. That's that's <laughs> like forcing the, the juice to put on the gloves, man. That's what that was. That is the it. Defense rests. We're out. He, has, he hasn't mentioned rest. anything about. It. He was isolating one day, one singular day. Feels like a hell of a day. Yeah, but they, it was a great day. No, no, no. Oh, it was, it was a great day, and you know what? They worked. They they did work on that day. So we yes. are here to make sure that at the end of their work day, like Bo, when you drive home today, yeah, I'll, sure. I'm sure you'll have a beverage in your hand at some point. That doesn't mean you didn't work hard and have to drive through the rain. There we go. And the deluge now we're coming that back. I heard about it the early part of the show. Oh, my God, Chris. It's just unreal. I mean, the beverage is going to be cracked as soon as I walk out of this building. I mean, I'm going to drink and drive the whole way home, to be honest with you. Oh, my God. I'm kidding. <laughs> we do not condone um, that. Nobody no, we do not condone that. that. Hey, Anybody who's give on us the turnpike, a, look out. Chris, give us a feel for uh, for this one out there. This is a huge one for both, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, the Rams have actually bounced back nicely the last couple of weeks. Stafford did not play um, – now, three weeks ago, in that loss up at, at Lambeau Field where Brent Ribbon was so terrible, they released him soon after that. They were like, Carson Wentz, please come out here, please. And so Stafford is back. He has played He played exceptionally well last week. And I know that obviously we're going to throw an asterisk on that, but the Arizona Cardinals are still an NFL team. Um, really, the, the weapon that worries me most coming into this, and I don't know, Nathan, if you feel the same way, but Kyron Williams is a guy that is super explosive. He really reminds me an awful lot of, of Jalen Warren of the Steelers, who the Browns have customarily had trouble with because he's a small guy, but he's powerful. He's explosive. He catches the ball exceptionally well out of the backfield. And he's coming off the best game of his career. So I think that with, you know, all the trouble that Cooper Cup can give you, maybe not this year because of the injuries, and certainly the fast start that Puka Nakua is off to in his career, um, you know, Kyron Williams is the guy that if I'm Jim Schwartz, I am circling this weekend. I totally agree with you. And, and I think part of the reason that I would expect them to feed Kyron Williams, who's averaging 5.3 yards a carry this season, he's averaging over 100 total yards and over a touchdown per game. And he's coming off of, he's one of four players so far this year to have a game with more than 200 total yards. The reason that I'm, I'm expecting that is the fact of the matter is the Browns since the beginning of October are actually the 22nd ranked run defense in the NFL, giving up 126.1 uh-huh. yards per game. Over the last two weeks, they've given up 341 yards, tied with uh, Philadelphia for the most in the NFL. We're giving up the most yards after contact per carry in the NFL. So Kyron Williams, who they wanted to be the player last year, wanted to be the guy, battled injuries this year, finally unleashed. I think that's huge because if you can stop Kyron Williams on early downs, and you're exactly right, you have to do it not only as a runner but as a receiver, then you can put them in some obvious passing situations where you can really kind of unleash things. And I went through the numbers earlier on the show, but Stafford has struggled under pressure, and he has struggled when you can blitz him. That is his ratings down 20 points, his completion percentage down almost 10%, yards per attempt down a whole yard. He's got an even three touchdowns, three picks when blitzed. 
that allows Jim Schwartz to, I think, turn up some of the heat, and that's how I think this defense is going to have success, is getting after Matt Stafford, putting him under duress, and hopefully getting him to the ground. Yep, I agree. The um, what, when, what was this that's like? Right. The, the, you, you, guys, you guys really crushed that there. Let me ask you this. Um, from a crowd standpoint, because we've been on, we were on the road at Denver. Now that's a real home field. That's tough to break into that place. Yeah. Uh, from a Browns fan perspective, what what type of contingent do we expect on Sunday uh, of Orange and Brown? I saw Metcalf's headed down. He lives in Seattle now, right? I just saw yeah. on Twitter he's headed south. He's coming. So, Bo, it's really interesting. Um, I work right across the street every week at NFL Network, and so when we're driving into work, I, I get there at like nine thirty for those 10 o'clock kicks. I know the math is very strange for Clevelanders, but just follow me on this one. So the <laughs> late kicks to you guys are 1 o'clock games or one twenty-five games out here. And so it's always fascinating for me to see my drive into work. If I have forgotten who the Rams or Chargers are playing that week, it's very easy to pick up because when I get off the 405 freeway and make the turn into Inglewood, I already see visiting fans walking the streets in their jerseys. So, for example, when they play the Niners, it's like 80-20 Niners fans. It's insane down here. When it's been the Steelers or the Eagles that have dropped in, it's like 75-25. I fully expect it to be 65-35 Browns, if not even bigger than that. Um, A, we've only played in this building once, and it was that crazy 47-42 loss to the Chargers where Keenan – Mike Williams or Keenan Allen got away with a shove on AJ Green. I forgot which guy. Mike Williams, still yes. So pissed off about it. Yes. Yeah. And then we haven't played the Rams in the Los Angeles area since 1993 when they were teeing it up out in Anaheim. So if Browns fans haven't had their shot at looking at the stadium and then they want to see their beloved Brown and Orange, like I think it's going to be insane down there. I know my family's going. I can't wait. It's pretty wild when you either. talk about that, Chris. That that the, you know, that no matter almost no matter who the opponent is, it's it, would you say even with the Rams, it's about half the other team. Um, it really depends. I would say okay. for at least half the league, it is. And in fact, Matthew Stafford. I mean, I've got a buddy, um, in in Trevor Plouffe. I do a daily baseball podcast with him on John Boy Media, and he and Matthew Stafford are very good friends. Stafford tells him at least half the time they are practicing a silent snap count for home games. Wow. I mean, just think about that for a second, that you have to it's spend crazy. part of your work week when you're getting ready to play a home game on working on a silent snap count because you're afraid that the visiting fans will be too loud. Like, that's insane. Is it, a, is it just that – I mean, obviously it's one of the most – everybody wants to go to Southern California. It's a vacation. It's every all of that. Like, Vegas has that too – uh, or or is there a miscalculation in terms of how those two te- and the Chargers are a whole nother world, uh, but but how that right. team would fail to resonate in Los Angeles? Well, I know when you had Andrew on earlier this week, and I get it. Yeah. You know, I mean, he works for the Rams. He does a great job with their preseason package and everything. But uh, I and I wasn't joking when I sent Nathan the the pecking order right. list because it was fascinating listening to you guys have that conversation. And I've lived out here almost twenty five years. The Lakers are far and away one, and then the Dodgers are number two. Uh, and then I, I texted in that when USC's hot, that they're number yep. three. And yeah. I, I'm not going to move off of that one. Now, there is a, still a decent contingent of Rams fans that were here from the mid-'90s. 
But I think a lot of those people soured, and particularly in an area of Los Angeles where you can be at the mountains in an hour. You could ha- you have the beach at your disposal in 30 minutes for a lot of people. There's a lot of other stuff to do other than yes. sports. Whereas when we're when we are right. born and raised in Cleveland, like so much so that my kids who were born and raised in Los Angeles, all they do is bleed brown and orange and they live and die with the guardians and the Cavs. Like we were pissed off last night when we lost to Portland. Like that's how it rolls out here for our family, but that's not every family out here. So they lose interest in their sports teams quickly. And I get it. Yeah, I get it too. I I can't wait to see what the percentage is Sunday. I'm excited all the time with Miami too. Like when people go at the dolphins, it's like, dude, it, it was 82 and sunny on – I mean, what do you want them to do? Right. Like, it's a right. nice day. Like, they got options. Yes, they have le- yep. they have great leisure options, tremendous options yeah. of, of leisure. Chris, we could be – the Browns could be trying to do what they did in 1988, which is go to the playoffs yes. having started four quarterbacks. And I don't know if you were listening earlier, but Gibbe nailed all four of those quarterbacks for the Browns in 1988 right off the top of his head, which was incredible. But it looks like it could be Joe Flacco or probably likely at this point to say it will be Joe Flacco on Sunday. Number one, how weird is that to say Joe Flacco starting quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, given the fact that he beat them 18 times in 21 opportunities. But this, it feels like this has a chance to turn into one of those unbelievable stories if, if he can come out, play well, and lead this team to a win. Yeah, I mean, the 1988 season, it totally resonates in my brain because this is, I was a senior in high school and I was at the game where Don Strock, it was essentially a de facto playoff game for us in week 16. That people say, well, wait, week 16, there's 18 weeks. Not when I was growing up. There was no bye and we only played 16 games. So week 16 was week 16 against the Oilers in the terrible cold. We had signed Don Strock kind of early-ish in the season. And for people that don't remember him, he was Miami's backup for about 14 years. So it started in the early to mid-70s. Uh, and then he ended up being Dan Marino's backup um, later in his career. And the Browns literally had to coax him off the golf course. Here for Flacco it was probably, hey, are you sick of um, watching all four of your kids every day? Want to play quarterback? <laughs> Come on out. So uh, I doubt Flacco was playing much golf in Philly in, in November, but you never know. So it's exactly what I was thinking. In fact, I was so into that. I dove down the rabbit hole this week and rewatched the Browns Oilers week 16 game. No way. That year that forced us. Yes. I, that forced us to then wow. have a rematch. I think on Christmas Eve of 88, which we lost, I think by a point and ended up being Marty's last game as coach in town. So, yeah, I I totally dove down that hole this week. It's just a wild thing. It's a wild thing to think about. And that I was wondering had it happened before with the Browns. I knew it hadn't happened in my 11 years despite all the craziness of that period. And then to see that in those those NFL notes that they send out, I thought was that, that was so cool. And it is something I think Browns fans can rally around. What about Flacco, though, the fact that it is Joe Flacco? I mean, it, it's yeah. not quite Ben Roethlisberger, but it's not that well, far away from it being Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, in fact, Flacco, I just read in, in some research I got from NFL Network this week, he has the most wins against the team that he is eventually going to start a game for. Brett okay. Favre had the previous high, obviously, with the number of times he beat the Vikings and then ended up starting a game for them. Um, 
So this is a, this is a weird situation. There's no question. Like to see number 15 spinning it back there for us is is going to take a drive or two to get used to. But yes. I kind of feel like he owes us since he is 18 <laughs> yes, and three against I us agree. with I think 31 yeah. touchdowns. Like, hey Joe, help us out a little bit. Be nice. Um, and I am cautiously optimistic here. I, I think the fascinating part of this is that the offense is not drawn up for a guy of his skill set. It just isn't, right? So how many plays can Kevin Stefanski actually call this Sunday if Flacco ends up being the starting quarterback? Because what was the first play last week? It was a DTR keeper out to the left. Sure. I will virtually bet everything I own that that will not be the first play call on Sunday. If I think I think that is a safe that is safe safe by you. I think what you're going to see is a lot more of the stuff that you would have seen, let's say, when Kyle Shanahan was the OC in Atlanta, or when you know Kevin was here and with Baker, in the sense that more under center and more of those play action shot plays coming from an under center lineman. Now he can play in the shotgun very comfortably, but I do think it gives Kevin uh, puts him back into the comfort zone. Joe Flacco is a quarterback that is very comfortable given that hard play action, turning his back to the defense and coming back to it. He's not a guy that was raised, you know, like Deshaun basically being a shotgun quarterback. So I think that there are going to be a lot of things that will be back into our playbook that maybe have not been as much in our playbook with, you know, Deshaun, DTR, and P.J. Walker. And I think just my hunch is we're going to start, we're going to be more under center, more trying to be physical, but when we do hit those shots – there's going to be a chance to get the ball down the field. And he does have familiarity with Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore's only 100-yard game came with Joe yep. Flacco, a quarterback. Uh, you could see on the practice field already kind of their connection. Um, but there's no doubt, Chris, and you'll see it today when you go out there, he can absolutely spin the ball. It's It, it looks great. It looks effortless. It's accurate. It's a tight spiral. The question's going to be for the Browns, can they run the ball effectively enough to keep out of, you know, situations where the Rams can kind of pin their ears back? Because if you can protect Joe Flacco, I think he's going to have success. But the question will be, can they protect Joe Flacco? And I think that will be one of the big stories in this game. It's huge uh, because, you know, the joke was the last few years it was Statue Joe. Yeah, he's, yep. not, he's not moving away from guys. He might be able to shuffle his feet a little bit, but he's not going to be on the run. So he's got to get back there and deliver the ball crisply. Uh, As far as the running game goes, if he is going to be under center more significantly than DTR or P.J. Walker or Deshaun Watson were, I actually think that helps our running game. Um, I've talked to an awful lot of running backs who prefer being lined up behind the quarterback. It just gives them better vision. It allows them to get a head start a little bit more than to be lined up next to a guy in the shotgun. They feel a little bit more like a sitting duck in that sort of situation. So I would expect perhaps the running game to improve uh, as long as we stick with it a little bit more than we did last week. Chris, you're uh, – oh, go ahead, Z. Go ahead. I was just saying, what I think will be interesting is if let's say we come out and do some of our, you know, traditional kind of heavier stuff. See, I think what Joe Flacco is going to be able to execute are two things. So one, we can come out in those looks – and then we can maybe explode out of them into empties and force kind of one of either Michael Hoyt or Byron Young, the rookie out of Tennessee, to become zone droppers as opposed to blitzers. Yeah. And I think he will pick that stuff apart. I think those kind of five, six, seven-yard stick route layups that we'll be able to throw people out of those kind of big formations will work. Because the issue last week was, and I've talked to a lot of the guys on the team about it, on the offensive line, the backs, and even Coach Stefanski, 
we were trying to go lighter personnel on first down against Denver, and they were matching it with base. They were matching it at times with six guys on the line of scrimmage saying, you're not running the ball on us on first down. I think having Flacco gives them the ability to kind of have two play calls in there where he can go under center, and if it's, if it's going to be that super heavy front, back out into shotgun, we'll go empty, spread them out, and you pick that little – turn that into a long handoff, and I think the Browns will be successful with that. I think he actually gives them – uh, another dimension that perhaps we didn't have with a young quarterback like DTR where you're going to be able to go empty and throw them out of those looks because our running game was very successful against Denver, but the majority of our successful runs and really all the yards came on second and longs when you were able to get them into those lighter boxes. And so uh, I think that'll be an interesting part of this chess match here in this one with going maybe to what Stefanski feels a little more comfortable with in terms of his traditional upbringing as a play caller and, and scheme designer. Holy crap, Bo. Did you have any idea that you were working with Greg Cosell these days? Uh, I mean, my God. He's the kid's a savant. He's a savant, Chris. I mean, it's no, every day is a gift that I get to work with Z. It's a a gift. gift. It's a gift. Unbelievable. Hey, uh, Chris, we we decided that the number is 10 to feel good about the postseason. Um, We know the schedule upcoming. There are some that you play, everybody plays a schedule game. You go, oh, here's dub, dub, dub. Is this one one of those? that it's got to be to get to 10? Yeah, because I think that the Jacksonville home game is a really tough one. Um, You know, some people, you know, listen, maybe we're rooting for terrible weather and that those guys will want to get back on the plane, but that is a pretty solid team, and they've been playing exceptional football as of late. Like, they feel like they're just primed and ready to take off. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you look at the schedule, it's this and it's the Bears, and if it comes down to Week 18 in Cincinnati, that's going to take me back to my childhood, the 1980 season where we had to win the last game of the year after having the debacle up in Minnesota the previous week, which, by the way, was another game I watched stupidly on YouTube the other day where Ahmad Rashad (laughs) caught the tip pass and beat us. Um, So, you know, we've had that scenario play out before, but yeah, those are the three games where you look at it this way, and, and that's the way it might break but listen the Browns I just think the way we're built we're not out of a lot of games I mean we were down no. five points Correct. last week heading into the fourth quarter when we had that terrible turnover on the double reverse and then it kind of got away from us a little bit but it's just I feel like whomever's playing quarterback and no matter how many injuries we've sustained and we have sustained a bunch uh, that we're always in the game and that's a credit to these guys who don't stop playing hard and this coaching staff, which for some reason people want to wail on them. And I, I don't, get, don't it. get it. I don't either. Yeah, no, none of us do. Hey, look forward to you on the call, buddy. Appreciate your time and your expert testimony earlier. Thank you, pal. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, Nathan, that's not going to affect our friendship. I, when I, I just – I'm a law-abiding citizen, so I hope you I don't appreciate take it the wrong way. And, and, and I don't even take the wrong way because we have been pretty clear that Monday was an elite day. Uh-huh. Sure. And I think we're allowed yeah. to have one elite day, even though a it is a work days. trip. Stacking a lot of elite yeah, days, listen, Chris. It made my family say, like, Michelle loves these guys. She was she was more than happy to have everybody over. My sons, one of them had to disappear. He had to do schoolwork. He's a senior in high school. But the other one. I mean, Josh was right in the thick of the sauce with the NBA discussion. Oh, right? yeah, he was. He, He's, he, was he is a, he knows a lot about sports. Like, yeah. A That's lot awesome. about everything. Right. Chris I, I know. do a few other things about, like, <laughs> cleaning up his apartment. 
and keeping his schedule straight and a few other things. But that's what that's happens a, when you have a 23-year-old. Guys, I appreciate it. Hopefully, yes. I'll see you later today. And yeah, I'll hopefully. see you on Sunday. And Bo, it's always right. good catching up with you. Take care. You too, my friend. The great Chris Rose joining us. Uh, we'll go the keys uh, for a victory coming up next. Just to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. you by Ballybet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. OBM, the preferred provider of copiers and document services for the Cleveland Browns. They can tackle any size office. Give them a call at 216-485-2000 or visit ohiobusinessmachines.com. Time for the keys to beating the Rams in Los Angeles on Sunday. And for that, we go to Dr. Z. Listen, I mean, we kind of got, we've gone through quite a bit of it, but it starts with taking care of the football. That, that's the number one thing. Good news is this is a Rams team that doesn't really take it away. Only nine takeaways this season in 11 games. So we've got to protect the football no matter who the quarterback is. But obviously for Joe Flacco, that will be of paramount importance, same as it would be if it's Dorian Thompson-Robinson. got to take care of the football in every single respect. Number two, it's very similar to facing the Denver Broncos. you got to stop their running game on early downs. And, you know, an interesting stat on Kyron Williams, and I don't know how Sean McVay has been able to do this, but Kyron Williams has faced a light box on 79.6% of his carries. That's the most in the NFL. Nobody else in the league has faced a light box on more than 60% of their carries. So we're talking an anomaly, an outlier, a one-of-one. So I obviously think that it would behoove the Browns not to give him some of those light boxes and believe in our ability to play coverage because they don't have – kind of that home run threat. They have very good route runner, Cooper Cup. Puka Nakua is big, physical, although he certainly has cooled off. And and the stats, the splits with Puka Nakua with and without Cooper Cup are crazy. Without Cup, he averaged 10 catches and 125 yards a game. With him, five catches and 60 yards a game. Um, so I think stopping that run and putting them in obvious passing situations where you can get after the quarterback, that will be very, very important for the Browns on defense. Stopping the run will first and foremost. And then finally, I think the Browns do need to run the ball themselves and keep the quarterback out of some of those behind-the-stick situations. No unforced errors. No shooting yourself in the foot with a penalty on first down that turns a play that was a nice gain into first and 20. We've got to be, you know, within our framework, we have got to operate efficiently. So penalties, 
taking care of the football. No blown assignments. The margin for error is small. This is a better Rams team than their record would indicate. And so the Browns need to go out there and take care of their business, and that's the way to do it. There you go. There's your keys. Your Friday forecast is presented by Carrier. Carrier turned to the experts a high of 69 and partly sunny in Los Angeles on Sunday in the greenhouse. So there you go. That's the way that would go. So it's open air on both ends, right? I mean, barely. Like, barely. There's maybe, I don't even know if there's even more than 10 feet on one. It's just kind of, because it's cut down into the ground. Right, So, yeah. there's so it's the like a greenhouse, of, right? But at the end, yeah, it, it's a giant concrete kind of top that comes down in like to the four corners, but there really is not, there is some open air, but it's not a ton. Okay. There, There's enough that when it's warm outside, it is warm in that building. Do you remember like, the yeah. last time we played oh, there? Yeah. It was hot. Yeah, it won't be it, a problem. It it's going to be perfect on uh, on Sunday. It's going to be absolutely perfect in the, for the game on Sunday. All right, we will uh, attempt to tackle the scores coming up next. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And Cleveland Browns Daily will be broadcasting live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Brooklyn next Tuesday. That's December 5th, 1 to 3. Gibby and Z will be there. Special guest Kevin Mack as well, 2 to 3. Visit the Cleveland Browns Facebook page to learn more. I'm sorry, sir. I was in the middle of my read. I was in the middle of the read. These are the Glenn Gary reads. Making sure that everybody knew that you were joining us as well. These are the Glenn Gary reads. And for you, they are gold. (laughs) All right, gentlemen, how do we do, Z? Last week, Bo Bishop, strong, 10 and 5 on the week. Me, 8 and 7. Bishop now sitting 52 games over 500 for the year. I'm at 46, a combined 98 games over 500. Our best pace. Our best pace, right? I mean, even the one year, I think we've never been this far up. Uh, yes. We're we're always well over 500, but never this far up. Never like this. No, this uh-uh. is this is rarefied air, brother. I'll tell you. Um, just look at these. This is not great. And I know I've you said that last. I don't like it. I don't, I'm not crazy about it. Me neither. And so far, the first every game in the one o'clock window, with the exception of the Texans, yeah, and the Bucks, are or at the ten o'clock window. Every game, with the exception of the Texans-Broncos, is a road favorite. Oh, I know it. Yep. The 4 o'clock window is similar. There's only one home favorite. In fact, I think there's only one. There's only two home favorites all day. The Rams in Tampa. And No, there's Houston. three. Pittsburgh. Oh, Pitt, there's four. Houston and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah, there's yep. a total of four. Total of four. It's That's crazy. crazy, man. Yeah. All right, before we get into things, yep, I got a couple things. Okay, All right, one, pen. we have not talked about it. Shout out to Maslin for their first state championship. Did you guys? Well, of course you didn't watch the game because you didn't have spectrum. I was paying attention to it while I was sitting eating my truffle burger. So I, yeah. the way that so Maslin hasn't for the kids out there, and obviously this is a worldwide show. Maslin has not won a state championship on the field. Now, if you say that down there, they'll punch you in the face. But that's the reality. Yeah. They, in the old days, they won it with the pole, and that's how they won it. 
So they'd been chasing this for a long time, uh, going back to the 70s, as long as there's been a, a tournament in the Ohio high school uh, for the Ohio high school football playoff. Hoban has been the preeminent program in the state probably the last decade. I think they've won five titles, and they've been runner-up the last three years now with last night. So they're, they're always in the mix. These were the two best teams in Ohio. People will say sometimes Toledo Central Catholic. I mentioned this yesterday. I got all sorts of hate. St. Ed's played without their quarterback against Maslin. Well, I think Maslin's beat them the last two years. Either way, irregardless, these were the two teams. And the fact that they played, it is to 7-2. Hoban is driving in the fourth in a game that if they score a touchdown, there's no way. It's like a seven-minute drive. And there's a couple of things that happen at the end, a pass into the end zone uh, that's kind of dropped and broken up, and then there's a, a, a snap that goes out of the quarterback's hands that allows for Maslin to win it. I mean, it's Friday night lights, man. That's what happened. It was Friday night score. lights. It was crazy. It was Friday night lights, yeah. That's uh, crazy. Wow. And then Saint- shout out this morning to the Kirtland Hornets, Division yeah, they Six won it. State Championship. Tiger Laverde, another trophy in the case. Yeah, that program is it. amazing as a small as a small school program in the state. You got St. Ed's. St. Ed's is tonight against Springfield. Going for a three-peat, I think. They are. Yep. Um, and then Perry plays. I think. Tomorrow. Oh yeah, Perry. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. For them and we, as well. We uh, we have a lot of listeners from the the Mighty Mac. We talked a little about Marion Local. Mentioned St. Yep. Henry and Coldwater and the rest of those schools over there that are just dominant. Marion Local going for another one this weekend as well. I love it. It's uh, it's awesome. Did you see that? It was packed, by the way. Packed. Yeah, there were like 15,000? The whole just on the su- one sideline. <laughs> just there was 15,000 on the one sideline. The entire town of Maslin was in Canton last night. Yeah. And then promptly proceeded to party all night long, it looked like, in I, I, They're not going to work until January there. Yep. I would agree. It's a celebration. Um, real quick, uh, this from ESPN. Please say a dead Longhorn cow was found on the lawn of an Oklahoma State fraternity house Friday, the day what? before the Cowboys play Texas in the Big 12 championship game. Texas Police by a notified. billion. Yeah. Oh, my God. Police were notified just after 6.30 a.m. of the dead animal on the lawn of farmhouse fraternity, according to Stillwater Police. You got to get Griff on that. He'd know all about that. The carcass had an expletive carved into its side, and the stomach oh was cut open. That's oh, God. Awful. That's they awful. all these people and oh arrest them. Oh, my God. That's gross. That's awful. That's It's ridiculous. What is going on? I think no. you might have taken it. Might have, might Unless have taken, it's a slaughter. Maybe it was a slaughterhouse situation where you got one from a slaughterhouse. I, I mean, sure. cat, that's, essentially, that's, the case. that's essentially cattle rustling. Uh, that's a pretty serious penalty. Certainly is where I grew up. It's frowned yes. upon. No question. Uh, real quick, one other one. Just today on this date, 1989, it is December 1st, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation released in theaters. Holds up to this day. One of the great films of our time. Yep, holds so. up. Uh, so there's that. Let's get into it. Yeah, we got to do the scores. We're going to – hey, we got like 12 minutes. Final segment, kids. There is so it's much safe. more. It's safe. Let's start it off by going to New England. Bill Belichick and the Patriots, because we don't know anybody else on that team, playing host to the Los Angeles Chargers. Bishop, lead us off. Uh, this is I, – I just am going to just ride with this. I just think don't think New England can beat anybody. I think the two worst teams in football right now are New England and, um, and Carolina. It's just a matter of the margin. I think maybe this is the team Belichick ends up coaching next year. I like the Chargers winning this one. 
I'm going to go 21 to 10. Segura? Same. All right, then. Uh, to uh, the place that smells like hot dog water 24-7, the Pukers, playing host to Arizona. Easy, easy schedule. Gross. Uh, Cardinals, Squealers, Zagura. I don't know that the Steelers score enough points to be this big of a favorite against anybody. So I, I think the Steelers will win the game, unfortunately, and they will just cruise right into the playoffs and get bounced in the first round. But the Steelers are going to win this one 7-3. to three. Yeah, samesies. I, I got you. Same. By the way, we're a sixer on that. We're not a fiver and a halfer. We're a sixer, just so you know. Um, I don't know if that got communicated yep, to you. Yep. Uh, but either way, um, I like I like Pittsburgh as well in kind of a gross game, 14-11. And if any of these changed, let us know, Bishop. All right. Um, I even saw six and a hook on that one, to be honest with you. You want a good one to watch before we play at 425? I'll give you one. Denver, Houston, live from Houston, NRG Stadium, six and five Texans, four and two at home. The Broncos have won five in a row. They're six and five, Bishop. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I thought we could have got Denver last week, and I, I think if we don't turn the ball over, we do. Um, I, I think Houston's pretty damn good. I think the quarterback's really good. I think the weapons are good. Uh, I like Houston. This is right about where I see it. I mean, I can see this 27-24 both ways. Totally, uh, but, 100%. but I'm going to go Houston 28-24. Zagura? I agree with that. I think I agree with that. Same. That's a tough Can't that's you see Denver one. winning 27-24 and you could see Houston winning 27-24? It's it's a tough I one. Could. Really tough. I could. Yeah, that's and that's maybe when if it was 3 and a hook I would I would be on Denver for sure. I think I, I that means I think I kind of believe in them. All right, the Denver Broncos. All right, very good. To the AFC South we go. Actually, we stay in the AFC South. Uh, Colts have won three in a row. They are surprisingly six and five, but game one without Jonathan Taylor at running back. Colts visiting Nash Tucky and the Tennessee Titans, four and seven on the year, but four and one at home. Zagura. I think the Indianapolis is better. I just think they're a better football team. This one to me feels kind of simple. Colts 50, Titans zero. Yeah, same. That simple. A lot of samesies today. Over unders. Oh, we got one wrong. Yeah. It's fine. Well, look, we're seeing we're clairvoyant right now. We're getting them all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we go to the NFC now, and the Detroit Lions eight and three. The last time they played was Thanksgiving Day. That feels like two months ago. We we were does, still yeah. in. We were still in the state of Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Titans are. Or, I'm sorry. The Lions eight and three. Visiting the five and six New Orleans Saints, tied for first with the Falcons, five and six. They've lost two in a row. Zagura. I don't think the Saints are good. No. But this just feels like a home dog that's just going to squeak inside. Twenty-four to twenty-one Lions. I'm going to roll with the roadies on this one. I like a little bit of a rebound for the Leos. Uh, give me Detroit winning twenty-seven twenty. I don't like the vibe of that Saints team fair uh up next definitely a candidate for the inmate game of the week the falcons are five and six one and four on the road 
traveling to Jersey to take on the New York football Jets, four and seven, and losers of four in a row. Let me introduce you to grossness. Gutless Falcons, terrible Jets. Bishop. This one, this this has moved a lot since uh, yesterday uh, in, in favor. Which direction? It has moved down. So it was a much bigger one yesterday, and it has moved down. So uh, that tells me that there's a lot coming in on the New York football Jets. Everybody jacked up about Rodgers. Um, I mean, they got to win it, basically. I mean, it's, it's right on it. These two teams suck. They both suck. I'm just I'm going to take the Jets because I can't go with that other guy. Amen. Same. Can't stand him. I just don't can't like him. Because so. feels I would like this never, one could be like I'd run away from that 15. game though. I'd run from that game. 14 to 13. I want none of that game. None of it. Uh, This could be a bloodletting. Miami, who's very good at piling on terrible teams. On the road, going to Washington. The Commanders 4-8, 1-4 at home. They've lost three in a row. They're a mess, and the countdown's on to that whole staff getting blown out. Dolphins are 8-3, but they're 3-3 away from home. Uh, uh, Bishop, is this you? This is you. It's fine. Um, I just want to check. All right, so it's going to be a wet track, 80% chance of rain and a high of 60 in the nation's capital. And because of that, I see Sammy Howell at the back door with Brian Robinson trying to speak that into existence. I like Miami huge in this one, 31-23. Segura? Yeah, that's what it feels like to me, too. It's a, it, it's a big number. The thing is, if it was perfect conditions with the yeah, out that's why I got the weather. Ends, I think that, that Miami rolls them. Otherwise, look, I think it can stay within a, a reasonable number, a reasonable number, 78 to 69. Does that do it? Oh, baby. Oh, baby. That does it. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Back to the minor? NFC we go and the NFC South. And the Chris Tabor era begins in Carolina. Interim coach, Tabes, wishing you all the best. Hope you are well. Hope your family is well. Tabor versus Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers live from sunny Tampa Bay. Zagura. I mean, every team gets that new coach bump. I don't think they have any chance of winning this game. Same. Tampa has been bad. But Tampa's going to win it. But they're going to win it 20 to 17. I couldn't agree with you more. Samesies. Samesies. Onward we go, gentlemen. And uh, these are two pretty good games. Yeah. Kind of. Well, this one's the game shit. of the year, right? This is the game I mean, of the this year. Is, yeah. This is one everyone wants NFC to see. NFC Championship rematch. Can I interest you in the 8 and 3 49ers visiting the 10 and 1 Philadelphia? Eagles. Pedro's got to be having an all-day tailgate in the in the sunshine. What's state. his read on it, Z? What's his read? He's feeling confident, and I am too. I mean, who – I would imagine the average person's going to see this, the average NFL fan's going to see this, and they're going to say, wait a second, the Niners are favored over the Eagles? The in, Eagles Philly? Just, in Philly? They boo Santa Claus. They find a way to win every single time. And, every and so – that makes me think the Niners, this is one that the, the Niners are going to do it. They're going to take care of business. They're going to avenge the NFC Championship game, and they're going to win this one 30-21. Yeah, same. I think Woo. same thing exactly. I think, And I think you're going to see a lot of points in this one. 
I could see it being a little bit bigger. I could see San Francisco 38 and Philly 34, something oh, like baby. that. Either way, you're safe, pal. All right. That takes us to Sunday Night Foosball. Wish we could watch this on the ride home, but we can't. The Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes' first trip to Lambeau Field. Jordan Love, the five and six Packers have won two in a row. Packers, Chiefs, Bishop. Yeah, the um, Kansas City took care of business last week in terms of the cover city, but their stuff's always inflated a little bit because of Mahomes. Um, they they are they're still not all the way, way where they need to be, and I think in this sense it's Green Bay's being disrespected a little bit. I like the Chiefs winning this game 24-21. I think it's close. Same, 100% same, Zeus. Yeah, we are pretty – I think this week we only have – the only differences we've got we – we got, got three or four. We've got – New Orleans, Detroit. Yeah. we got – uh, Houston, Denver. But that's how it should be. There should be six or seven be that are certainties, yeah. or you feel like there are certainties. Those right. would be the ones. Yep, that's it. That's All right, we have, well, we, and we, we have, have our one, game as well. Our We've got our game. We have our game. Yeah. I figured you would just take it from there. Of yeah. course you did. <laughs> of course you did. Because you uh, were look, huge beasts. Go ahead, go ahead, Doctor Z. I, I, I like, I like. I think it's a tough game, but I like the matchup for us. Let's go. Uh, I do feel very confident with whoever the quarterback is, but it does feel like it's going to be Flacco. I think it's just one of those stories that's too good to be true, so it's going to be true because that's what makes sports so great. Uh, and I think the Browns are going to come out of here and they will win this football game. I think the Browns win it, twenty-seven to twenty-one over the Rams, and all of a sudden Cleveland is a buzz with Flacco mania. Well, you get to eight and four, and then you're talking about Chicago, the Jets, Nine and Cincinnati. Five. Worst case. I mean, yep. now you're talking about some heady stuff, and and I I think it's a big one. I, I I don't think we're losing two in a row. I'm with you guys. I think they have a tough time blocking us. Sunday on the Cleveland Browns Radio Network, twelve thirty is your game day with Ken and Gerard. Two thirty, Baskin and Tyvis. Four twenty five, the kickoff of the Browns and the Rams at SoFi Stadium. Chris Z and Gerard will have the kick on that. Uh, gentlemen, enjoy the rest of the vacation. In all seriousness, we look forward to seeing you guys on Monday and hopefully uh, with a win. It'd be nice to have a victory Monday as you guys uh, fly through the evening. Um, so you have that to look forward to. The, we actually don't have much more to come. This is actually it. The next Woo! level is coming up yes. next. Thanks for listening, everybody. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.